the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, let's see if I remember how to do this. Yeah. I hope so. Hope I do. Thank you. Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. I guess I should welcome myself back to the Bruce Hooley Show as I've been gone for three days. I was uh, sitting in for a friend uh, at the flooring company where I work uh, when I'm not working here. Uh, it was uh, good, refreshing to be away. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the way Jack Windsor did the program. I cannot thank Jack enough. I will do it uh, when we chat at 12.05 today. Uh, he did a phenomenal job hosting the show. And as uh, noted in an email to me by one of our uh, avid listeners, uh, he did it much differently than I do it, which is uh, I thought was a nice change of pace. Uh, Jack did a tremendous job booking a ton of guests, a ton of newsmakers. And uh, most, I guess, uh, di- the most uh, stark difference between the two of us is that Jack brought a completely different tenor and tone to the show, which I uh, intend to or attempt to, I guess I should I should say attempt to because you can attempt and not achieve. So I will attempt, not over-promising that I will achieve, uh, to adopt more of Jack's tone because I think it is, um, I liked it. I like his uh, calm demeanor. And... So in that vein, let me start the show today by talking about tulips. Tulips, yeah, that's right. I'm on my way into the station today, and as I said, I hadn't been here since Monday afternoon. Monday afternoon when I left, we have this area at the front of our building that uh, the lawn service that tends to the uh, outside of our building, last year they planted annuals, and they were beautiful, gorgeous. And then in the fall, you see them getting in there, digging the annuals out. And I didn't know that they planted tulip bulbs in the two big flowering areas outside our building. Well, this spring, we found out they planted tulip bulbs because the tulip bulbs shot toward the sky. And we have, I don't know for how long, probably not for very long with the rain coming this afternoon, we have an amazing array of gorgeous tulips outside our building, multicolored. And I walked up and I stopped and I thought, you got to stop and take in this beautiful scene, this beautiful gift of God's creation. And I stood there, I took a couple pictures. I'll put it on social media a little later today. And I thought about how often I overlook truth, beauty, and virtue all of which are gifts from God. Truth, beauty, and virtue are gifts from God. We are in a culture now where truth, beauty, and virtue are assailed and attacked. And unless we fight for truth, beauty, and virtue, those three things will be eliminated. Truth, 
is assailed by lies. We see it everywhere. They spout lies from the highest positions of power in our country and in the world. Our organizations that in the past had fought against lies, and I entered one of them, journalism, was when functioning at its apex, was meant to expose lies and illuminate truth. Now, journalism perpetuates lies and diminishes and demonizes truth. We have ample evidence of it today in the chief arbiter of lies in our community, the Columbus Dispatch. They traffic in nothing but lies. There is not a news reporter on that staff that is dedicated to telling the truth or questioning sources who show up in stories with anything that holds those sources to account for the lies they are telling. Not a single one. Not Anna Staver, not Haley B. Miller, not any of their political reporters, not any of their education reporters, not any of their religion reporters, not a single one of their opinion columnists, not an editor, not a copy editor, not a one of them. Not one. I'll exclude a few of the sports writers because, frankly, most of them are just hoping to last long enough that they don't have to find another way to make a living. But that paper is failing every day, and I will celebrate and exult in its eventual demise. Not because I like to see people lose their jobs, but because I like to see liars defeated. Beauty is assailed by disorder. We see it throughout our inner cities, throughout the country. As I viewed what happened in Chicago last weekend with youth, animals, not because they're black, because they're animals. Most of the kids that you saw in the video were black, but there were white kids there too, and Hispanic kids there too, and I'm sure Asian kids there too. Every kid was an animal, not because of their race, because they were behaving in an animalistic way. I used to love to go to Chicago. I was fortunate in my career that I got to see and experience most of America's major cities and their downtowns and their culture and their diversity, not the made-up, mocked-up lie of diversity that we're told now as some element of a social justice cause, but true diversity, people of different races and nationalities peacefully coexisting, just going about their day, admiring the beauty of the architecture, whether it was in Los Angeles or San Francisco or Boston or Philadelphia or Baltimore or Dallas or any of the cities that I used to go to on business and feel totally safe to walk around in the downtown, if not during all hours of the day, then during the daylight hours. None of those cities, none of them, not a one. Do I want to see my daughters visit ever? In fact, one of my daughters is going to Washington, D.C. next week on a school trip, and I'm highly stressed about it and telling her, not for one second do you get out of the company of your chaperone. And that still doesn't guarantee her safety. The opposite of beauty is disorder. 
and it proliferates and flourishes throughout our country. As for virtue, I try to feature on this show people who are fighting for virtue among our kids. Virtue is honor. Virtue is integrity. Virtue is character. We do not prize it anymore because every day from the White House podium, we see the opposite of integrity, character, and virtue. We are lied to. We are, our intelligence is insulted. And it's not just in Washington, D.C. It's just there's no higher place of power in our country. And if it's going to be allowed to flourish in our highest place of power in our country, it is going to flourish everywhere. And it definitely, the attack on virtue, the attack on honor, the attack on integrity is a bookend to the attack on truth, and it proliferates right here. We see it in the aftermath of yet another senseless murder in our city, a store clerk. Into the wee hours of Thursday morning, a man from India, who by all accounts was a law-abiding citizen, a man who came to America with the same dream that millions before have come here with to pursue higher education, to make a better life for himself and then for the people that he loved. He was gunned down in Franklinton at 1250 a.m. Thursday, which underscores the fact that periodically we do a check on, well, how does our murder rate compare now to what it was in the past? Because you knew that in uh, 2021, we had uh, 205 murders, which was a record after the uh, record murder total of 175 the year before. And then it went down to 140 last year. And, oh, Andrew Ginther, the mayor, just couldn't wait to do a victory lap on all the murdered bodies and say, see, our policies are working. Look at me. I'm doing a great job. Well, now, Andy, what's your explanation for being 30 murders ahead of last year's pace? He doesn't give an explanation. He turns it over to his new safety director, who, because she can lie with the best of them, exposes how she overcame the debilitating disadvantage of being white and yet was still able to get appointed to a high position of authority in the mayor's administration. Her name is Kate Pishotti, <laughs> who, taking the baton from Andrew Ginther, saying what he always used to say, that the murders are unacceptable and clearly driven by easy access to guns. No, no, Pishotti. They're not driven by access to guns. I'll tell you what they're driven by. They're driven by the same thing that Chicago was driven by. They're driven by not people who need other opportunities as an outlet for their aggression. They're driven by people who are fulfilled by acting on their aggression. And until you admit that, you will not fix the problem. A friend of mine made me laugh during the break uh, when I uh, shared with you that uh, in light of how Jack Windsor did the show, and I really enjoyed it, in the three days that I was gone, I was going to try, endeavor, to adopt Jack's tone. And a friend of mine, his initials are CH. I, I, I use his initials to protect him from the environment in which he exists and does a great job. Uh, said, don't change your tone. 
Uh, well, I know myself well enough, CH, to know that I probably won't change my tone. I will not change my level of disgust over where we are as a culture, but I might make my points more powerfully uh, if I uh, speak them in uh, more rational tones. But I wrote something down this morning uh, when I was studying uh, the book of Proverbs, and today, by the way, today is my anniversary. Uh, happy anniversary to my beautiful wife. Uh, 22 years ago today in Scottsdale, Arizona, we were married. And it uh, was by far the uh, best decision I ever made in my life. And uh, I constantly apologize to her that that is, uh, unfortunately, the uh, cross that God handed her to bear, uh, being my wife. But, uh, man, she's amazing. And uh, I was studying Proverbs today. And there were, you know, several verses in there, uh, one of which recently that I studied in uh, recent days, I think it's from Proverbs 19, is a man's own folly ruins his life, but his heart rages against the Lord. That is true. That is true. You see it all over our culture today, that a man's own folly ruins his life, criminals, homelessness, People who get shot by cops 99 times out of 100 have made a series of bad decisions, horrific decisions, bad life decisions, drug abuse, this, that, the other. And their own folly has ruined their life, but their heart rages against the Lord or against, you know, right-wing evangelical Christians who are extremists and a threat to the culture, the transgender movement. Their own folly ruins their life. Their astronomical suicide rate. Oh, it's because all you right-wingers hate us. Uh, No. No, it's not because all us conservative Christians hate you. It is because we love you enough to tell you the truth about the misery you are conscripting yourself to by chasing the absurdity, the lies of transgenderism. But the... People in power go to great lengths to not just tolerate that lie, but to extol it. It has been, what are we, a month now since the shooting in Nashville by a mentally ill woman who, in the ridiculous epitome of what Solomon called chasing after the wind, began to believe or at least contend she was a man. Well, she's a transgender person who shot up a Christian school. Gee, one and one. Do they make two that she hated Christians because she went to that school and she had the internal guilt of knowing she was living at odds with God's plan? Nobody can figure out her motive. Wow, what's her? I wonder what her motive could be. Nobody can figure that one out. Maybe if we released the manifesto that she wrote, the detailed journals, we would know. We already know, of course, but we would have confirmation. Ah, well, here come the details on why we don't have the manifesto yet. Guess who's blocking it? That's right, Merrick Garland's FBI. Merrick Garland, who occasionally says that he does things without fear or favor, which is always a lie when Merrick Garland says that because everything he does is done with favor toward the ideology that people in his party profess and are enslaved to. And why do they profess it? It's not because they believe it. Joe Biden doesn't believe that a man can chest feed. He doesn't believe that a man can menstruate. 
Joe Biden's a moron. He's a mush brain. He's an idiot. But he's above all power hungry. He has a blood lust for power. And so he parrots the transgender lie, the LGBTQ lie, because it gives him access to power. So why is the DOJ standing in the way of releasing the shooter in Nashville's manifesto? Oh, well, listen. Metro Nashville police spokesman said the, uh, his name is Don Aaron, says the manifesto is still under analysis by the FBI and the DOJ. He says, what I was told is her manifesto was a blueprint on total destruction. And it was so, so detailed at the level of what she had planned. That document in the wrong person's hands would be astronomically dangerous. The vast, overwhelming majority of it could prove dangerous to the public. I personally don't want to know the depth to which her psychosis reached. When I'm told by a Metro Nashville PD high-ranking official that it keeps him up at night, I'm going to defer to that person in the agency that I don't need to read that. Hmm. See, the government knows what's best for you. Total disclosure of information. You're not equipped to handle that. Or is it more likely that in the manifesto, which they've already told us enough to completely blow up their theory that, oh, if you got your hands on the manifesto, it would provide a blueprint for you to destroy society so we can't give it to you. Have they not told us? Yes, they have. That she did, the shooter, she, yes, she, if you're listening downtown at the, uh, whatever that woke organization is where they lure kids in and lie to them about, you're not really a boy, you're not really a girl. She, the shooter was a she, a her. Did they not tell us that she did meticulous research online into other mass shooters? Yes, they already told us that. So all the information that could be contained in her manifesto is already out there online in other mass shooters' manifestos. Yet we can't see this one. We can't see this one because the hatred espoused in the manifesto is decidedly anti-Christian. A lot like this little rant that was online yesterday. I'm sure the FBI is looking for this trans future murderer. If you back a wild animal into a corner, they're going to become a dangerous animal. This is a guy, by the way. So if you want to die on that hill of yours of righteousness and moral majority, yeah, we do. go right ahead. I dare you to try and stop me from going into a women's bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. Hmm, bet not. I dare you to try and stop a transgender woman in my presence from using the bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. This is a call to action and a call to arms to everybody within the United States that are scared. Yeah, I'm sure the FBI is on his trail, aren't you? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.